0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Cap City Outfitters podcast, episode 11. Um, today, Chris and I are going to talk to you about suppressors and NFA things. Um, this is kind of a, things you should think about if you're thinking about getting into the NFA slash suppressor world. Um, also, a quick caveat, we are not lawyers. We did not say to Holiday and Express last night. <laughs> um, this podcast by no means constitutes legal advice. Uh, we say that because the NFA stuff brings you into a new legal realm as far as possession of things goes, um, documents you need to have, who can have things when. Um, if you're interested in a definitive you know, legal opinion on that stuff, please contact a reputable attorney. Yeah, I'm going to uh, throw out
1: a plug whether he wants it or not. Um, there's a building on... Uh, uh, downtown on Front Street that says Gun Law on the side, it's Derek DeBross. Derek DeBross is an Ohio gun advocate. Barney and DeBross is the law firm. Um, Derek writes for Buckeye Firearms. He writes a number of articles about laws going on in Ohio and changes and stuff like that. Um, chase down Derek or somebody your uh, you know, family law attorney or this, that, or the other attorney likely isn't well-versed on current gun laws in Ohio. So just be aware of that, that's your caveat.
0: Yeah, um, with that, I'm gonna turn this over to Chris. He's gonna get into things.
1: Cool, guys, I'm gonna start this off with what almost sounds like a graceless plug or advertisement. Um, we are a Powered by Silencer Shop gun store um so we can meet all of your nfa needs this sunday 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 one time no just joking um we are powered by silencer shop this is not an ad this is something to tell you guys that this is a great way to get into the nfa world what is powered by silencer shop means uh what does that mean to you um basically it's the easiest way to do nfa stuff from a paperwork perspective and dealing with a company that knows all the ins and outs Um, So, to start this off, I will throw out the idea that the very first thing you should do, if you're considering doing a suppressor or even an SBR, something that's a Form 1 or something like that, or a Form 4, you should go to capcityoutfitters.com. You should go to the suppressor page and you should click on the Silencer Shop link. That will take you to Silencer Shop's website. You should then register with Silencer Shop and get set up as a mutual customer of ours and theirs. And and then, as soon as is convenient, the next time you're in in the shop, you should go to the kiosk that we have here and do your fingerprints and have your fingerprints on file. uh, And also use the app that they send you and download the app to your phone and do your passport photo slash selfie shot so that you are squared away that when the mood hits you or the wife turns you loose, or the girlfriend clears you hot or you find $1,500 laying somewhere. Or uh, there's
0: that, a really good deal you can't pass Yeah, out.
1: or there's a buy this can, get this one for free, which is going on a lot, or buy XYZ can, we'll pay your tax stamp for you sale going on like just ended. Um, you know that That way you have all of your ducks in a row, you're squared away to go ahead and pardon the pun, but pull the trigger on your first NFA toy or your next NFA toy, whatever the case may be. Um, Silencer Shop is a phenomenal organization to work with, Uh, they're one of our best vendors from a perspective of knowing what's going on in the industry, advocating for firearms rights, having phenomenal inventory, and having the ability to make things happen with a federal government agency, which is a minor miracle. Um, I don't know if they have like the Pope's blood smeared on the bathroom wall, or how exactly they're making things work the way they are. But they Wouldn't are, be this pope. They, yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty impressive. So, um, having said that, we, we had a couple we've had you know folks in on a regular basis in the shop who ask us you know hey how's this whole NFA thing work? Well, it's it's a big topic, but it's not that big. If you do the silencer shop setup, it basically absolves you of doing fi- of doing any of the NFA paperwork yourself. Because the information that you register with Silencer Shop is what they use to populate those crazy 4, 5, and 6 part NFA forms for you so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They do some other really interesting things like rather than using your credit card number to pay for a tax stamp and then your credit card expires because they expire every year um, or something like that, they cut a check and send it to the ATF. And then they have a record that the ATFs cashed your check. And when the ATF does something dumb, like says, oh, well, your credit card's expired. They go, no, 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 here's the check. It was already processed. Have a nice day. Make this work. They're awesome. So getting a suppressor. I'm going to start off with trust information. Everybody asks about trust. What's this trust thing? Um, Buying an NFA item through a trust originally started off as an end around on the ATF, something we love dearly. Um, the ATF said, hey, um, local law enforcement has to sign off on you owning a suppressor. If you lived in a municipality that was either anti-gun or it was not politically expedient for the chief of police to be pro-gun, uh, they just wouldn't do it, and that's that's you know that was their choice at that point in time. The law in Ohio has changed. Um, now, basically, your chief law enforcement officer, who is generally recognized as a sheriff of each county, needs to be notified that you have a fire or an NFA item. Um, once you purchase it, or once the process has gone through. Silencer Shop takes care of that for you, so the trust is no longer a necessity, or the LLC, however you chose to do it. Um, But the trust affords you some other conveniences, such as the ability to have other folks be in possession of your NFA device. So if you have um, a brother, maybe, Maybe a battle buddy, somebody you served with in the military that you're super close friends with and trust your life and your wife to, uh, not your wallet. Um, You know, somebody, a kid, a dad, a family member, very close friend that might want to use that device. For me, I have uh, children coming of age, and if they decide they want to go hunting but use a suppressor to not, you know, wake up the neighbors or something (laughs) like that, Um, by all means, you know, do the trust so that somebody else can be in possession of that item. Uh, It also may put you in a position where if you're married um, and for some reason or another, the device gets left in a vehicle or your your spouse somehow ends up with that in their grubby little hands, um, they're not a felon instantaneously based on possession. Um, The other thing it will help with is in in your passing as an estate planning tool. um, If you have enough NFA items that they become part of an estate planning tool for you, please put me in your will. Uh, But as a uh, estate planning tool, If if your our understanding is that if your NFA devices are in a trust, they will avoid probate, which is kind of nice too, um, for those of us thinking about these kind of things, because we're not in our 20s anymore. Um, So, Silencer Shop offers a couple of different trust options. They do what they refer to as a single shot trust. Uh, Very, very simple way to go about it. The single shot trust does not require notarization, simply requires sign off. It costs 25 to $30, depending on when you purchase it. Um, the next option is an unlimited single-shot trust, which basically every device you buy, it will shoot out a single-shot trust for that item. Uh, but same situation, the cost on that I believe is around $120 to $130, somewhere in that range. Um, the final option is to purchase what they refer to as an NFA trust. Uh, the NFA trust is a little bit different beast because you name that trust um and and basically anything that goes in it falls under that single trust that single legal entity uh but that may require you to do something like have the name of the trust engraved on a nfa item such as a an sbr that you manufacture something Mm -hmm. done under a form one if you're going to manufacture a suppressor or manufacture an SBR, which simply means sending in your Form 1 paperwork on a lower you already own, you may have to have that lower engraved. Uh, That will not be the case on Form 4 items. Um, As you are purchasing or transferring them, they will not need engraved in that fashion, just so you know. But yeah, do the trust. So it's available through them, pricing is really good. Um, And again, if you wanna talk to a live body about this, you're not comfortable doing an online trust, um, you know, because your legal experience or your experience with the law tells you that's not a good thing to do, um, then by all means, back to Derek DeBros, um, Barney and DeBras down on Front Street, so good folks there. So, now we'll get to the meat of how to make a decision about what you actually need. Um, you know, there's there's a decision tree here that has a lot of different branches and can be somewhat complex from a perspective of what do you want to be able to do with the CAN, what types of firearms do you currently own? Um, do you want adaptability across different platforms or do you just want to take a single device and make it quiet and leave it that way? Um, we have customers who have one can, they try and run on everything and that's not a bad option nowadays. Uh, we have other customers who um, have, have the means to just say, you know what, I'm gonna put a can on every flipping gun I own and that's not an insignificant uh, thing so if you want to go about it from that perspective obviously if you own a rimfire can and you want to make a rimfire can quiet my suggestion is to buy a rimfire gun a 22 lr gun or whatever and you want to make it quiet buy a rimfire can and press on Um, they're not super expensive and it's a great little tool to have around and it's kind of fun if you have a handgun or a pistol caliber device that you want to make quiet but that's all you have and that's all you're worried about then buy a pistol caliber device if you have a big boomer, some kind of 300 wind Mag, you take elk hunting, but you don't like the idea that every time you fire off that one or two rounds a season, you're losing hearing, you know, find a nice lightweight can to put on your elk gun and roll on with your bad self. When you start looking at devices to go across multiple platforms, then you're looking at some of the systems on silencer shop, shop site um, that'll say multi-caliber cans, multi-caliber options when you're shopping. Look at those. Um, but if you're trying to make a decision about what you want, uh, some of the things that come up, questions that come up, uh, folks have 9mm stuff and they have maybe a 300 blackout AR. Um, if you buy a 9mm can and you're only going to run subsonics, a lot, of the, a lot of the 9mm cans are also rated for 300 blackout subsonic but not supersonic so you can do something like that. You know, Just be careful with that. Um, additionally, if you have a 308 bolt gun and an AR, you can buy a 30 caliber 308 rated bolt gun suppressor that will also, you just buy a different muzzle device that will go on your AR, it will probably be a little bigger, it will probably be a little bit heavier, uh, but the reality is that suppressors kill sound uh, through two things, they encapsulate that sound and give it an expansion chamber that contains it, so the volume of the caliber caliber <laughs> Might actually make it a little. It will. It won't be much noisier. Uh, Probably won't. Yeah, might even be quieter. And then the other thing that you know, the other device, the tool that's used to quiet things is thermal mass. Is simply mass absorbing heat energy. And again, that 30 caliber can, bigger, heavier, um, is is likely not going to be any louder than your 5.56 can, especially or not appreciably louder. Things that can be important to you other than being able to serve multiple devices might be you are a precision rifle shooter and you want your can to not affect your point of aim, point of impact. Um, As a general rule of thumb, when you put a suppressor on a rifle, especially something fairly accurate, you're going to notice a point of impact shift. Um, So with your gun and your can combination, that may be unavoidable. But if it's consistent, then at least you'll know that when you put the can on, it shoots you know one and a half MOA low when you, uh, when you put the can on then it's repeatable. Um, brands like Surefire are, are known for that feature so you know that's one of the things you may want to look at if that's your deal is accuracy is finding a suppressor that's repeatable uh, on and off the gun it's going to go back to the same place. Maybe you have a lightweight AR you want it to be stay lightweight then looking at something in titanium might cost a little more money but there are a lot of suppressors out there that are super lightweight you can chase that down. Uh, maybe your holy grail is that you want it to be able to fit on 15 different guns, so finding something that muzzle devices aren't ridiculously expensive, um, and a system that will tolerate a lot of on and off the gun, um, that type of behavior. Um, you know. So something maybe that the military is using, again we go back to Surefire because a lot of SF units run Surefire cans, it's coming on and off the gun a lot, it's durable, it'll hold up to being moved across multiple platforms. Even though it's maybe heavier, it'll do what it's supposed to do. Um, finally, maybe it's just super quiet. Maybe you want the can to be as quiet as humanly possible. Um, you may pay a price for that and wait, and that's fine too, uh, but you know, if that's your consideration. So as you're sitting down looking at these things, it's up to you as the, as the shooter to kind of define what your priorities are. Do you need it to fit multiple platforms? Do you need it to be lightweight? Do you need it to be accurate? Do you need it to be repeatable? Um, or do you just want it to be, you know, super, super cheap? there are inexpensive options out there too, um, direct thread cans, things of that nature. So it's kind of weighing some of those things out and seeing what works best for you and working through that tree. Um, I know that basically we just puked a whole bunch of information on this podcast really quickly, um, but those are some things to consider. And we want people to have a resource to us where they can go take a listen to this and say, hey, you know, this may be, helps, helps me make those decisions without having to go in and Listen to Chris drone on and on and on. Anything else to add?
0: Uh, Yeah, a couple things I'm going to throw out. Um, One, you know, there's been probably 10 years of of innovation in the suppressor space every 18 months for the last about five or six years. Yes. Um, It's the best resource for reviews. Um, feedback, those kind of things is going to be on silencershop.com's website. Um, they do a really good job of putting up, you know, objective video reviews, um, feedback, and things on the products. Um, there's constantly new stuff getting up, put up on there. Um, they're constantly bringing in, you know, new products and things. Um, right now, the suppressor world is a buyer's marketplace. Um, Keep an eye out for deals where you're getting, you know, buy a a centerfire rifle can get, you know, a really discounted pistol can with it, or get a free rimfire can with it. Um, Those kind of things are happening on a regular basis. Um, Same thing with, you know, buy a suppressor and the manufacturer is going to pay the tax stamp, or they're giving away extra muzzle devices or something like that. Absolutely, absolutely. The the other part of that is. Do some research on the company you're buying from. Um, Uh, Make sure they're going to be there in four years or 10 years when you need more muzzle devices or you need to send it in for service. Um, You know, kind of the the, one of the industry jokes is you know, everybody came back from overseas and started either a training company, a knife company, an AR company, or a suppressor manufacturer. Yeah. Um, You know, and with. Kind of the change in you know suppressor ownership um, with 41f a couple of years ago um, the suppressor industry saw a massive amount of sales they got sort of artificially compressed by the obama administration and then things rapidly tapered off after that um, which put a lot of suppressor manufacturers into a cash flow crunch um, and with especially with you know centerfire rifle cans that work with Quick detach muzzle devices. Um, all of those interfaces are proprietary, so if you need, you know, you want to use your suppressor on more guns, you need that particular muzzle device.
1: Yeah, yeah, and some of those things have also changed as well. Um, something I'll throw out there: the from a perspective of finding that great deal, um, like anything else, be cautious of the great deal because it may be a can that's out of production, or it may be a can that it's mating system is, is obsolete at this point, and still it's still available. It's legacy inventory somewhere. Um, and, and be aware of companies that are just flat out out of business. Uh, we had a couple different folks who purchased, um, I'll throw out the brand that's just defunct now, Hunter Town Arms made a great little 22 can. Um, somebody bought up all their inventory, had a couple different guys transfer cans in, uh, which brings us to the next pitfall. Um, please be aware that if you purchase a suppressor from Silencer Shop through us, um, through the powered by system at Cap City Outfitters, CapCityOutfitters.com, 4465 Cemetery Road, uh, be aware that if you do, if you purchase it through us, you pay a tax stamp. You pay for the suppressor, and those are your fees. If you purchase it elsewhere, whether it's through us or whether it's through another local vendor that will transfer an NFA item you will likely pay storage fees, you will likely pay additional transfer fees. And in the case of our kiosk, if we're not making the profit or selling you that can, then we're going to charge you a kiosk fee as well. And some of those fees can very quickly negate the great deal that you got on legacy inventory somewhere. So, you know, bear those things in mind. Talk to us about that and we'll school you and let you know. Uh, The numbers are consistent, so it's not like it's a variable thing. We can let you know what those costs are.
0: Yeah, and just to clarify that, if you buy the suppressor through our page on silencershop.com, there's no there's no kiosk fee, no storage fee, no transfer fee. True. Um, makes it really easy. Um, one of the big reasons why we push doing things that way. Um, you also have access to the best inventory selection in the country by going the Powered by Silencer Shop route.
1: Yeah, probably the best inventory selection by multiples not by like 10%, but by like 10 or times or something like that. They, Silencer Shop does a tremendous business. And as such, they have things in stock that no one else does. And when no one else can get them, they get them in more quickly than everyone else does too. They're a very powerful business in the industry. So great, great folks.
0: Yeah, and kind of to, I guess, maybe try to start wrapping this up. We love suppressors. Uh, I personally don't like shooting rifles without suppressors. They make that big of a difference. Yep. Um, we were out at the range fairly recently and about two-thirds of our group was suppressed and the other third was not and it was you know, it was nice and quiet it was relaxed and then all of a sudden somebody's got a, a great big Vg 6 muzzle brake <laughs> and it touched some rounds off and it was like whoa uh, where that, did that come from
1: that that hurts my feelings um <laughs> uh, i needed to zero it without the can and then put the can on and confirm zero don't pick on me uh but yeah it, it is I, I will say that i've I put myself in a position where, especially when shooting rifles, I, I don't have any rifles that I can't run a suppressor on at this point uh, because I just I don't like shooting without it. I do as, as, as little as possible without the can at this stage of the game.
0: Yeah, and then as far as if this is me personally, you know, getting into the NFA game um, from scratch, my priorities for getting suppressors are going to be centerfire rifles something multi-calibre I can run AR-15, um, 308, kind of everything in between. Uh, a 22 long rifle or rimfire can, um, and then a dedicated pistol can. Yep. Um, having gotten the pistol can um, a long time ago, uh, and being somebody who likes to work, you know, from a training perspective with pistols, um, drawing from the holster, practicing concealed carry skills and things. Um, the pistol caliber can only got used as sort of a party trick, taking new people out to the range um, until I got a 9mm carbine um, with the CZ Scorpion. And then now the CZ Scorpion basically only gets shot with a suppressor on it. Yeah. Um, so pistol caliber cans um, are really nice, but they're not necessarily as practical as having a centerfire rifle can or a rimfire can um, in a kind of a general you know range use or everyday use type scenario um, unless of course you got that you nine know, millimeter carbine or the PCC gun or some kind of a you know more of a long rifle style pistol caliber firearm and then you know that dedicated you know pistol caliber cannon is something that's really nice to have
1: Yep. So, like I said, if, you're, if, you're, if you've even thought about doing NFA stuff, I, I, I hear people say over and over and over again, man, I should have done this years ago, is literally the response from every single person who buys a suppressor. I, I've not had anybody go, eh, that wasn't, the, you know, the, the, steak wasn't, the sizzle wasn't worth the stake kind of mentality. That's not the response. Everybody who does it basically says, wow, I can't believe I put this off. Um, it is a process that can take 8, 10, 12 months. So get in line, get started now um and, and get after it because you you will not regret doing it um and all that begins with going to capsityoutfitters.com, linking to silencer shop on our suppressor page and getting registered with them so they have your information because it basically puts you in a position that when you find what you want you're ready to go so and of course as always guys if you have questions please stop in the shop and ask um, you know talk to us about it we can give you uh, you know information on the process and maybe help you out from a guidance perspective on that decision tree on the cans but here it is for you so thanks a bunch for tuning in we'll see you next time thanks everyone